0: Yeah. Realtor, realtor. This is not good podcasting. For sure, (laughs) cut this out. But uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. I I just heard you say realtor and then my brain got distracted.
1: The one. Winners.
0: question that stuck with me was um the one around uh our statement i guess was about uh needing higher and higher level kinks and that's how kinks develop oh yeah yeah whatever and i was saying it's way more random and whatever man i've developed two new kinks where i'm just like there's literally no idea there's no tracing this back to like an event there's no no but like one of my favorite things always to like, um, we kind of, we kind of briefly touched on it in a previous podcast, I think hmm. is, uh, people that are like protesting too much, you know, like being like, Oh, you guys are so gay, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like those guys were always the guys that were gay. right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Trying to be hyper masculine right. and whatever. Right. Mm hmm. I can't remember the thought of this. This was the, I was going to talk to you about kink, but this this all tied in. Yeah,
1: somewhere. I actually just saw a news article the other day where some Hungarian anti-gay politician was caught in like a twenty-five man orgy or something like that. <laughs> so and saying, it's like
0: like next level. <laughs> yeah.
1: and and so that got me thinking. It's like we hear this story a lot, right? It's like the 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 anti-gay crusader turns out to be gay. And they get caught in this circumstance like this. And what got me thinking is like, what gay guys are going to fuck this dude if he's out there like railing against them and trying to take their freedoms and rights away? How does he find 25 dudes who are then willing to have sex with him? I don't... That's what I don't understand.
0: Because money and power could be reasons. Right. The other is... Hate fucking is real. Yeah, maybe maybe that's <laughs> it. <laughs> so it's like if he's the most detestable dude in the world, you don't you're not thinking about if his throat hurts while you're fucking him. Yeah, yeah. like you know, like you it, there's advantages to hate fucking.
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking of like whatever the equivalent of a of a gay incel is. Who can not get laid mm-hmm. and then he hears a story like this it's like what the fuck I can't get any dick and this guy is out yeah, there yeah, yeah, for sure taking our freedoms away and <laughs> guys are piling on top of him like what yeah. the hell right yeah there's there's certainly a guy out there thinking that
0: I think there's likely this is based on just a wild guess entirely right. speculation I bet there's a lot of drugs free drugs available yeah yeah i I think that's the hook ultimately it's kind of like well we don't rat on so and so because it's kind of like he hooks us up with coke or yeah that's you know like he hooks us up with like there's got to be some advantage for them to not yeah be outing him or
1: that that's probably the case i was thinking of a more like them being trying to be understanding like oh he's it's a journey for him. He hasn't come no to... No way. No way. <laughs> yeah.
0: In, out of 13 gay dudes, <laughs> right. at least one of them does not agree with that whole, like, this is a journey thing. It's like, no, this is actively hurting our community. Like, yeah, we need t- to shut this dude down, and this will shut this dude down if I right. just tweet this. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know. Do you remember what, what your thought was at this point? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's all
0: I got on that subject. I see... That's the unfortunate part about weed. It's the like flittery. Like it can mm. just be gone in a second. Like I had such a lane on kink and what people say versus what they do and whatever. But Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I one thing I did want to tell you about was uh, like, I don't understand the logic. I went to a sex store yesterday and I don't understand the logic of the employees there. Mm. like they were the most like most places you don't really like hands on employees right yeah like even even the most patient person doesn't like a a sales employee like clinging on and following them around the store being like here's our deals here's our deals and so at a sex shop especially which are notorious for like people being shamed to be there yeah hiding themselves do they constantly want to be being approached and being told about your sex life?
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. I had never thought about that, but yeah, that is awful.
0: <laughs> so the friend I was with was just like, yeah, she just kept talking because she. my friend is a very introverted,
1: mm.
0: you know, mm-hmm. not going to be confrontational, not going to shut it down as fast as I would, right? Right. And she was just telling me that, yeah, this woman basically was like telling her like, oh, you'll want to get this. It's the best thing in the store. And this is how my clit works. And it'll mm-hmm. work for you too. And th- you you see this in kink all the time. It's like the, these like, um, is it matriarchal? I think that's the uh, term. Yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. Uh-huh. these older women that are just like, this is how it is, darling. And this is the way it is for everybody. And they just gener- like, you know.
1: Yeah, I guess maybe it, it might be good info to get in that circumstance, though. Like, oh, really? This product is better? No, than because,
0: that like, you know yourself. Everyone knows themselves. Like, everyone's so different. So, like, this mm-hmm. lady telling you this, uh, you know, I don't even know, like, this rabbit will work well for you. Yeah. It, it's 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 irrelevant. It's like, you don't know this girl. It's like, maybe that won't work well for her. Maybe she doesn't like.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I I dislike that um, in all circumstances. Like even, I remember buying the last bike that I bought. I was getting a lot of advice on what, these pedals are better than th- these pedals. And it's like, these people are, I guess, experts, enough of an expert to, to do it for a job but they still don't know like how I ride and what's comfortable for me Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. And so like in one particular instance, I particularly the pedals, I bought pedals based on their recommendation that I didn't like at all. And I had to go back and get the pedals that I originally wanted to get, Mm -hmm. um, that worked out way better. Right. So I'm sure that the same for a sex shop, I, I would imagine.
0: Oh, I. Anyways, they they were just they were over the top, and then like, uh, just also just no social. What what happened? They had like a like a, a rewards program, mm. and they were like, "Oh, no free sex points for you" or something like that. And I was just like, "Oh, like this, <laughs> like just
1: yeah." But if you completely remove the stigma.
0: She's like, no, but the people that always have to say, I'm just joking after their statement, it just makes me want to like murder them. It's like, yeah, true. You knew that was going to be terrible to say. Like, why? Like, just, I'm sure you've done this to other people in your lifetime if you've owned this shop for a while. Right. Like, you've learned from this previously that people don't like this when you're like all bitter about them not wanting to sign up for your sex rewards shop. Which, at a sex shop, you should also expect that this is more likely people don't want to get on your mailing list, very true, yeah. right, so it's like uh, I it's mean just, some people everything probably do. Me. like do you know do you know how important it is to get the right salesperson like I always think about this I'm just like these people either crush for you or murder your business, and it's yeah. like you have to nail that interview it's like. If your business relies on a salesperson, you need to figure out: Is this person likable? Is this person likable? Yeah. There, I cannot believe how many people like are in sales that just have no social awareness whatsoever.
1: I mean, some. I think the problem with that is some people will like someone that other people don't like, right? the it's hard really to, I can't to argue with I can't ar- I,
0: like I can't argue with that but you know what I mean like there's just certain people that a, a large majority of people are gonna find overbearing like if you if you went into that shop like you'd be like you would probably have to say like great thanks I got it like we'll.
1: yeah well like okay so I had a circumstance last weekend I'm I'm trying to buy a new dishwasher right so I'm at the store um, looking at dishwashers and this salesperson comes up to me. like, do you need any hand? And I'm like, well, i there's a few models here that I've been looking at. And so, um, he basically, he's like, he's like, well, what you want to, what's most important about these things is, is what breaks down. And he's like, you know, our service guys over at the shop, they're saying that a lot of these new models, the electronics are going to break down after a year. Um, this is a big problem. Uh, as you can see the warranties on these things expire after a year. So obviously at that point, you're, you're not, you have zero recourse with the company. You have this thing installed in your, your place and it costs money to get it installed. So what I, and then he's like, what I recommend is you actually, instead of going for one of these, get one that's like $200 cheaper and get our, uh, $200 extended warranty on it. That will cover the electronics. And it's like to me, I know all about extended warranties. Like I've worked in retail before and extended warranties are bullshit. Mm-hmm. The whole reason the guy focused on electronics as the problem is because most of the, um, a lot of the the brands there were giving five year warranties specifically on the motor, right? So he was trying to find that angle. He was He was basically telling me that the electronics are gonna go because that's the angle that I would then consider an right. extended warranty. And it made me just completely shut down. I didn't want to talk to the guy anymore. And I just left the store <laughs> right there and then. Mm-hmm. I think that person would have actually appealed to a lot of people. Because it, he made it seem like he was giving sort of insider knowledge right. about these things. And most people would have fallen for it, right? Right. right. So.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm also... I. Extended warranties. See, the problem is, I'm surprised I'm not hooked on extended warranties because one of the first things I ever in, invested in mm. was a was a a video iPod.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And
0: so I was like, "Fuck yeah!" But I got it home and it had a lock screen, just a permanent lock screen It oh, yeah, yeah. couldn't be <laughs> reset. And I had bought the warranty, and so if I hadn't bought the warranty, I would have been out two hundred bucks wouldn't have been able to buy a new one. Right. Right. There was probably some like legal, you can return within seven days. I, I don't know. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. There is. Yeah.
0: I don't know much about returns. I, it's always one of those things that's always been too much anxiety for me to do. So if it's, if it's under a hundred dollars, I just take it as a Ian loss. It's like, right. I'm just eating this or trying to resell it or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I, I probably would have been that way too if I hadn't worked in retail. But I worked in a, in a retail electronics store, and I worked in the repair. Radio Shack? Not Radio Shack, no. Um, a, a, a big name one, but I also worked um, doing repairs for them, right? Yeah. So I dealt with the extended warranty a lot, and it was horrible. The amount of people that got screwed over from that thing, I, I felt really horrible. Like I, I would g- go home and just feel kind of dirty. Yeah. because of how many people would get screwed over by this thing. And the thing you always have to remember with an extended warranty is if the company wasn't making money off of it, they wouldn't sell it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you shouldn't get it. Yeah. I mean, I guess that applies to insurance in general, but
0: particularly with uh, yeah. extended warranties. Oh, that insurance is a whole world that I... I know nothing about it. Just mm. it freaks me. Out. Like these are the kind of things that I'm just like. Is someone going to take care of this for me?
1: Yeah. Well, that's the angle they want to put, right? Is like they. W- it's more. It's less about. Uh, it's. It's not a good financial investment, but it's like a peace of mind investment, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they want it to be. Mm-hmm. But all insurance is bullshit, right?
0: Unless you need it.
1: But what is what is good insurance? Like, there's no insurance
0: out there right i don't i don't i I don't understand the argument well how is there not good insurance out there
1: because it's all it's all making the insurance companies money so if you're putting money into this into an insurance plan oh i see what you're saying you're getting less out of it than you're putting in because that's how these these people it's like it's like casino but unless
0: you're one of the 10 percent of the people that need to use that yeah, yeah. Right. So like you eat it's it's like it's not it, I don't think it's necessarily like like yes they're they're earning money, but they're also paying out to people that need it.
1: Yeah, but they're paying out less to the people that need it than they're getting in total premiums from everybody, right?
0: But that's fine. That means that like a lot of people aren't going to the hospital or aren't whatever.
1: Yeah, but it, it's it's kind of like the casino Right? The casino, there's a house advantage. So the more you gamble, the more likely it is that you're gonna lose money. Sure, you get a, a win once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. But the statistic, the statistics ensure that over time, you're gonna lose more than you're gonna win, right? And this, the same is true with insurance because um, they set their premiums at a level that ensures that they make money over time you're going to end up paying more in premiums than you're going to get back in insurance claims. Um, it's just a fact of the universe, right?
0: Like, so in the sense that, like, you're saying that, like, say you need uh, $33,000 for uh, cancer, yeah. something, something. And they give you that. You're saying you've already paid way more in than 33000
1: in most cases yeah kind of like the casino sure someone wins big like i could go into the casino Mm -hmm. tomorrow um having i never like i've gone maybe once or twice in my entire life i could go tomorrow and win a jackpot that's who knows what like 10 20 grand and decide never to go to the casino again i've now made money off the casino but over success, like statistically, that's very unlikely to happen. Yeah. It's much more likely that I'm going to walk away having lost money. Right. And the same is true for insurance. So statistically, you're much more, in any case, you're much more likely to pay money that you didn't need to pay.
0: So, but, so what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is what system would be more effective in supporting people that like need
1: while you support i'm glad you asked (laughs) i do have a thought on that particular subject and my thought is like particularly with um liability insurance that you have to get on the car right so with cars you it's by law you need to insure um yourself against liability in case you get into an accident right um what if instead of there being uh a circumstance like that where you have to pay in to an insurance premium why can't I just pay into an account that where the money goes and then when it I need to make a claim right it you withdraw from that account right right I see what you're saying and then at some point that if you had no accidents you just get that money back right yeah like when you're 80 or something Yeah. Right? yeah
0: once you give up your driver's license yeah exactly yeah that's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah, I mean, we don't need... There's this whole industry out there that... There's a lot of sweet scam industries that are just like, why do you guys exist? Yeah. It's like, uh, you could totally be eliminated by blockchain. <laughs> it's like <laughs> another one that bothers me is
1: real estate agents.
0: Oh, my fucking God. Okay. Don't <laughs> right. get me started on this. So. Well, no, let's get started. No, because look, so the funniest thing is I was dating one
1: oh, yeah. last
0: cool. year. Yeah. And the whole time I, j- I kept joking with friends, I was like, the funniest part is I'm with someone that I'm like, and I told her to her face, I was like, I'm with someone that like, for years I've been saying, you're in an irrelevant industry, Yeah, you're yeah. so unneeded. <laughs> like I, I just remember thinking that like, I could go around and kill it as a real estate agent, but it's like, it's such a pointless,
1: Yeah. You're well,
0: just conning people
1: yeah and i mean it really sucks when you use one and they're so effortlessly involved right they're just like okay you want it i'll call that guy's real estate agent and set it up okay it's done and you're like you just made fifteen thousand dollars like how did you <laughs> for well, what well in right?
0: the freakonomics thing right about the like they're pushing house sales because whether or not they get more or less, right. they're not incentivized really to go for more or less. Right. This is one reason that like, I'm still raging about my own parents selling a house, like because their real estate agent basically came in, put this price on and like they took the first offer. That's yeah. always a terrible sign like, right. that you have underpriced. And I, I remember just thinking like, do I even want to know the number? Because like, will it just enrage me to know what my parents have lowballed this at? Right. Yeah. Like ultimately it's their decision, this is not my money, but I hate to hear people like, I mean, this is a, this is a childhood home. So it has sentimental value. Right. So, right. Or, or whatever. Right. So I don't want to see it go for, I, I hope my parents get a good profit off it. I guess.
1: Yeah. Like if you think about, if you were really charitable and thinking about what is the value of real estate? agents that's exactly it is their job is to talk people down to a more reasonable price like that is the only value that they provide Mm -hmm. society it's like because there are sites where people can try to sell their homes without a real estate agent and i i remember looking on them when i was looking to buy a house and the prices were a lot higher Mm -hmm. than what i was getting from my Agent, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like th- that's because those people haven't been talked down. Yeah, by their real but that's, estate. Agent. But that's the
0: thing. Ultimately, the market talks them down, right? Like if your house is on the market forever, well, then you can't keep your super high price you're sure. asking for on free
1: Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm like, I, I agree. It's an irrelevant industry to have. Um, it, it bothers me a lot because what what these real estate agents do is they have this whole system, right? Where if you list your house with a realtor, um, you get into their system and that's the only people they're going to... The, the That's Those are the only houses that they're going to show their clients, right? Mm-hmm. I can't sell my house as a, as just a person and have a realtor who's helping someone buy a house come and look at my house. They're not going to do that. They're only going to show their clients' houses in their system so it they're like holding the whole market hostage right right
0: are you american
1: well what were you born american no i was born in canada oh okay
0: yeah um i don't know why i oh realtor we say them differently
1: oh you say realtor who says realtor
0: you say realtor
1: but when you say i do it do i do it because i'm canadian or because i'm american i don't know <laughs> no, i don't know why we're
0: saying the word differently
1: realtor versus what realtor oh realtor
0: yeah realtor or realtor I'd this never... is not good podcasting for sure cut this out <laughs> but uh yeah jesus christ i, well, the I one, just heard you say realtor and then my brain got distracted
1: the one the interesting one that uh my girlfriend brought up was uh water right water yeah
0: water how are you saying it wrong
1: well it, water is w-a-d-d-e-r it's water right there's a t in there water. but I would say
0: water water yeah see? oh yeah <laughs> I hear it now yeah that's true which is funny because on your mom's house they make fun of a Brazilian guy mm. and he's like we don't drink tap water. We drink fuzzy water or fizzy water because oh, yeah. we're not poor. He's like this <laughs> he's this like UFC fighter who's this like super misogynist. Mm. It's such a funny fucking bit. Um
1: Yeah, I don't know. Is fizzy water better? I I always I'm Terrible. It's terrible yeah. to me. I, I hate it's it. It's like sour or bitter or something, right?
0: Just kinda of, I don't know. Well, and that's what this MMA fighter talks about. He's like, what are you afraid of bubbles? Like, this is, you know.
1: I think I have a traumatic, I I don't know if a lot of people have this story, but going to the fridge as a young child and seeing club soda in the fridge, thinking it was, you know, a sugary pop drink, pouring myself a glass and just being assaulted with this gross, horrible thing. That happened for sure.
0: Yeah. Did you ever do that with molasses?
1: Uh, No. no. That
0: was the worst one for me. I don't know why it was in the fridge, but I definitely thought it was going to be chocolate milk and it was not (laughs) chocolate milk. The bottle, like if you've ever seen, right, it is exactly like a little chocolate (laughs) milk container. I must have been like grade seven or earlier. Yeah. Anyways, that was terrible. So I definitely intimately know the taste of molasses if I never (laughs) need to identify.
1: That's hilarious. I'm sh- I I I can see myself making that mistake as a kid. I don't think I did, but I could totally Is molasses see that. sugar? It's well, like you know there's white sugar and brown sugar, mm-hmm. right? The the brown part of brown sugar is molasses. So that's what they take off the sugar to make white sugar. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. I think so. I I don't know 100% that, yeah. but I think that's how it goes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um I wanted to start uh a conversation about the we were talking about it earlier the the matriarchal women that have like the opinions about this is how it always is and yeah, whatever yeah. people that have opinions like that this is the way things always are. Like, there's no exceptions. No one can do it differently. No one has a different experience or timeline or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is how it works all the time. I run into that personality so often that it, like, they can't deviate from it either. Like, if you give them a new, better idea, they're just like, nah.
1: Do you have an example of a, of a situation?
0: Um, um, hmm example where people wouldn't want to deviate. Cuz
1: I I'm, I'm sure I know what you're talking about, but I think I would have an easier time.
0: Yeah. I mean, nothing is immediately coming to my brain. I'm struggling for sure. Did
1: I, you Yeah, I I definitely um I definitely know people that are are very uh uh persistent in their thinking about how the way how the way w- the world works and uh um the way things should be. I mean I I think isn't that what we call conservatives? Isn't that the conservative viewpoint versus the liberal viewpoint?
0: What?
1: Well, the conservative is someone who likes the way things are things are and doesn't want things to change, right? Do you think
0: that's true though?
1: Well, that's the classical definition, I think. Yeah.
0: But like, do you think if they actually got their way and they reverse time to like the 1950s or whenever their glory, this theory glory period is, do you think right. they'd actually enjoy it?
1: Well, they wouldn't. Of course not. <laughs> that, well, But I also have a liberal mindset, so I believe that they wouldn't enjoy it because I believe that the future holds the promise of for us all, right?
0: Period. oh shucks i can't have my gaming den i gotta pretend that i like just drinking whiskey and smoking right. cigars mm. and going to bed
1: like i don't even want to have a situation like i was i was watching a movie the other day that was like um it's kind of like groundhog day um but it's it's like a newer show where this guy he, he wakes up every day and it's the same day mm-hmm. right it's like i wouldn't you even don't remember the name of it. Right? Um, all the happy things or something. I can't remember.
0: Okay. Um, Oh yeah. Shit. I wish I knew the actor's name. Uh, is it the guy from the league? Maybe I, I didn't okay, recognize, anyways, go ahead.
1: but like, I don't even want to have a situation where like I would loop back to see my childhood and get to relive the, my, you wouldn't want, to? I wouldn't want that because I don't want to go back and have to deal with the nineties. Fuck the nineties. Right. What like, do you
0: mean? The 90s, for you, were probably great. They were Well, they
1: weren't great. Like, my home situation wasn't spectacular, but I'm thinking more like, I don't want to deal with dial-up internet and CRT monitors and low... But that was
0: a fun time because it was like, oh man, this is all like new exploratory shit. This yeah. is going to change the world.
1: You, I mean, sure, you can have that romantic notion about it, but... If you went back, you'd be like, fuck this. This sucks. Uh, where's Spotify? Give me fucking Spotify right now. I'm sick of this. But that's
0: the thing. I liked I I, I routinely think about getting like vinyl and CDs and shit. Currently. Yeah, but
1: you're thing you're you're looking at the past with rose-colored glasses, right? In reality, you'd hate it. It would suck. Mm. Like I I don't think I I couldn't handle going back and playing video games with those graphics. Um
0: and, but like, I'm gonna borrow Bomberman from my my brother this week.
1: Yeah, well, you you have sentimentality to it, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess you could go back and and you would have um you you could relive you could a
0: Bomberman with friends.
1: Yeah, you could relive the nostalgia that you have for that time. I I don't really prescribe to nostalgia very much,
0: so I I would just it would just suck for me. Cause that's a, that's a question I used to ask people is, you know, how much would you pay to go back to relive one day? Yeah. Right. And so you're just saying you wouldn't relive any day.
1: I, I, I think I'd, maybe I would like to do things differently. Like obviously I have regrets in life and so maybe I'd like to go back and, and try to do things that I wish I had done, but objectively I would hate having to deal with the 90s world right in terms of the ideas like we were in the 90s people were questioning whether or not stem cell research is ethical Mm -hmm. right like come on right we're so much farther advanced than that now how could you go back and try to interact with these people that have these like outdated ideas and all this outdated technology and
0: Yeah, but I guess we were supposing two different things. You're saying you go back with today's mindset. Yeah. I'm saying you relive the day.
1: I don't, what do you mean?
0: So all all that would happen in my experience is you go back, like so like Matrix style, you you know you're plugging in, you go back, you play out the day, you experience all the emotion of the day, everything, right? Okay. And then you get unplugged again.
1: Yeah, I definitely wasn't thinking that I was thinking like you go back and you get to now do the things the way you get to use your adult knowledge. adult knowledge and wisdom to have a proper childhood. Right. That's you, what I was thinking. Right.
0: And I'm thinking go back and have a useless day of playing indoor floor hockey or Lego. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that, I guess that, yeah, that would be cool. Sure.
0: If, if, you know, it's interesting thinking about it your way, because I was like, the the weird one that popped into my mind was I still remember this day I was trying to walk to floor hockey, which was at our church, and uh, I got a migraine halfway through or a panic attack. I, I oh, still yeah. don't know. But I remember just feeling so nauseous and just like, falling over onto the grass and like this lady like came up to me and whatever. It'd be so weird if I had your thing where it's like I had my now knowledge mm-hmm. in my like grade four body and I was like, it's a panic attack. Just leave me alone, lady. You know, like this <laughs> right. little toddler, you know, like, <laughs> that'd be hilarious.
1: I mean, I would definitely, I if I if if I went back to like really young, I would totally just enjoy like just, all of a sudden, um, being an adult to this, you know, child's body to some random person just to fuck with them. right? Yeah. Like all of a sudden start speaking, uh, normal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In your fully realized voice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I would want to troll people that way. Other than that, I'd hate it though. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I would.
0: Like, if on an airplane, some lady in a few rows ahead just, like, chided, like, your your mom or whatever. She's like, can you shut that kid up? Like, he's laughing too hard at his program or whatever. And right. you just sort of like, hey, lady, I'm not, I'm really not trying to upset you. I just really enjoy this comedy. <laughs> she yeah, would be exactly. like, <laughs> you know, so caught off guard.
1: Yeah, like, I, I would definitely, there's a lot of circumstances where, that stick in my mind where, um, some adult told me something when I was a kid that was obviously bullshit, but I just accepted it cause I was a kid. And like, if I went back, I would love to just tell that person, no, I'm going to explain to you all the ways that you're wrong right now in very logical, very,
0: do you have, you have examples?
1: Uh, well, I, I mean, one, um, this isn't, this one's not a good example because, um, it's just a fact it's not a, like a, a logical argument but um i do remember my science teacher um saying to us that humans only use 10% of their brain right and even as a kid i'd never heard this this before <laughs> I but stupid. i thought it was too ridiculous to be true yeah, yeah, so i i put up my hand and said there's no way that that's true and he persisted and we we had a bit of a back and forth about it and yeah i would love to go back and rehave that conversation yeah and say no there's no way you're telling me there's a amygdala there's the cerebral cortex the the neocortex like there's all the brain all the brain is is being in use all the time doing right? something yeah
0: mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't it, like evolutionarily, it's like if if it wasn't doing something, why would it be there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That would be a wonderful point to bring up in that particular <laughs> situation, right? Yeah. Like, why the hell would we be carrying around all of this gooey mass yeah. in our brains if it doesn't have a, a
0: use, right? Yeah. I would. Yeah, it's interesting. I because I I, I, I I don't remember specifically learning that or anything, but like. I probably had the same idea, like ten percent. It's like, well, mm. in theory, then like you should be able, like you should be able to unlock this ninety percent. Like, why is it, like, why aren't people trying to pursue that? And why isn't that happening? And why hasn't that happened already before?
1: Right. Although I think the people that um, perpetuate that idea that we only use ten percent of our brain are specifically wanting to sell you some way of unlocking oh, I see. the other 90 oh, okay. right okay, okay that is definitely part of it for oh, sure okay
0: like we'll teach you how to speed read and then you'll right. be able to really whip through books and textbooks so you can memorize everything in the world and unlock that
1: yeah did you ever um i i i can't tell just from uh knowing you but did you ever have circumstances when you first started to smoke weed where you got into situations where you were just too high to deal with and it ended up being really awkward and you kind of regret smoking weed at that particular point in time
0: No, I've I've never had a bad Really? Weed time?
1: Oh ever. man, I've I've had so many times like that.
0: No, I I remember like one time like you know what a lot of people would consider to be the worst. Someone was like, "Are you high at my wedding?" Oh, I was yeah, like, "Yeah. Yeah, of course." And like They're like, oh, okay, I wish you could have taken today off to not get high. And it's like, well, clearly I shouldn't be here because you don't know me well enough to know (laughs) that, like, I like weed a lot. Like, yeah, you're you're not a very – and, like, why are we friends at all, like, at all if you're not accepting of me high or not? Anyway, it's just like –
1: Yeah, okay, I I can see you in particular not having any problems with, being high in any circumstances. <laughs> I it was really always don't. it was always a big issue for me.
0: It it really honestly pissed me off that like my friends would turn into different people even around smoking mm. at weddings. Like they would be like, I can't smoke. My parents are here. Yeah. Like yeah. you have three kids and a wife. Right. Tell your parents to you smoke. <laughs> Just let them see you smoke. What's gonna happen?
1: Yeah, well I I guess once you once you reach adulthood then um like we've talked about this before right it's like there's a power dynamic shift when you become an adult where you're you're less you you have to do less to impress your parents right Mm. but when you're a teenager um it's totally different right
0: yeah but i'm talking about like 36 year old men yeah afraid to be caught smoking
1: a 36 year old man should if he smokes, should just be whatever about it with his parents. Absolutely.
0: Well, and also like, there's no way his parents are that stupid.
1: That's also true. Yeah. Like
0: you're treating a like I I would try to always tell them like you're 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 making your parents look like assholes by yeah. pretending at this point that they don't know you smoke weed or do drugs or.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: totally. Like there's no way they haven't smelled that on you. You lived at home like this summer while you were doing it, like, or, you know, whatever It's just, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like when I was still living at home, I started smoking and I I tried to hide it. And so I was basically going out with friends three times an evening. Right. (laughs) It's like, how did they not realize? Yeah. I'm sure they did, but yeah, I'm going
0: out to the store.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go ho- hang out with someone. Walk. so
0: I went on a lot of fucking walks. <laughs> right, right, same. No, I'm kidding. I I never ha- I've never had to hide it ever. I, so I don't, I don't really know what that's like.
1: I got a um uh, a telescope for for my birthday one year. What's that? A telescope?
0: Oh, <laughs> Okay. my brain my brain so I thought that was a brand of weed and I was like what's a telescope it sounds like a giant joint that's like (laughs) like, do you know what I mean like a telescope like joint yeah
1: or some drug paraphernalia I thought
0: telescope we were in different zones for sure
1: um yeah, so I got a telescope okay.
0: for Christmas or something. I would be enraged if I got a telescope, but go ahead. Oh,
1: I liked it a lot.
0: No, I know you did. I'm saying yeah. I would be enraged. Go ahead.
1: Um, But that, that was what I I used that. I I developed when I started smoking. Um, I, I suddenly got really into using my telescope because I'd be like, Kit, going out to look
0: at the stars, right? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that, that was my... You could be out doing it.
1: Yeah, and I would just go out there and smoke cigarettes and... I I would look at the stars too, but I mean, I lived in the city, so it wasn't
0: that great. Do you know what? I I shouldn't say I've never tried to hide it. I I tried to hide it from my first girlfriend because I knew she wouldn't approve. Mm. I was like, oh, she's not going to like that I smoke weed. And I was like, it's just not that big a deal. Yeah. It's like, I bet I can hide this. And the other thing, this is something else to know about me. I love having secrets. Having secrets, there's been something since I was a kid greatest feeling ever really so it's Mm. like this is why if people tell me secrets it's like i'm very vault-like which is why i expect people to be vault-like and i'm so often disappointed that people aren't as vault-like as i am around yeah shared information um
1: yeah well i mean with me um i can be vault-like but i have to be explicitly told because i don't i don't really have a good measure of what is and isn't privileged information to that when person. I, yeah. Like I, I, someone would have to say, yeah, listen, this is just between you and I, and then I will, that thing will never be said again yeah. to anyone else. Right.
0: What brought this up? You said you like keeping secrets. Oh yeah. And yeah, I really like keeping secrets. And what so is
1: the why
0: <laughs> it's, I used to like hide behind the couch and like keep notebooks and like mm. observe people like voyeur shit. Oh, yeah. So I assume that's where like kink voyeur shit comes from, be. you know, and like, but then like having this secret notepad, I liked having like, you know, I liked, um, you know, like how girls are stereotypically have journals that they have locks and keys and shit like that. Like same for me. is like, I had like a, you know, I liked having hidden shit. I liked, always having something hidden so like I love having a good secret to like that I and so like I can't imagine I've had any better days smoking weed as an adult than the days I was hiding it like and like going for these walks because I I actually genuinely did go for a walk every day that summer to go smoke weed Mm -hmm. and I like I had a little vape Like so that it wouldn't like linger on, like it wouldn't actually you know create a smell on me. Yeah, it was perfect. It was like the best, right? Because it's like two p.m. walk time, (laughs) and then I would just be like ripped out of my mind because it was like I it was like the only time that like it was forced, uh, forced,
1: yeah,
0: allotted time that I could be smoking weed, you know, and like I couldn't just be doing it all the time.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I maybe I enjoyed it too. I'm not sure. I never thought about that. That if if it was kind of fun to hide, that if it made it more exciting or.
0: Well, that's why I thought weed was going to be boring for most people now. Like mm-hmm. like it can't be that exciting anymore, because part of it was that it was like, oh shit, we might, yeah, you know. Or we're doing something weird or wrong or different, or counterculture, and it's like, well, if everyone accepts it, it's not very counterculture
1: yeah i think I think it's legalized weed is going to result in um, it being less popular amongst teenagers for that reason yeah right? it's almost it it could go either way, right? Maybe kids will grow up just being less into drugs in general, or maybe they're they're going to find some other. Substance that is still taboo to use to be the the main the main. I think thing. there's
0: always that there's always shifts in drug culture, right? Like we always yeah. have shifts and new things come along, and they like you know things spurt up for a while, like salvia, or whatever, and then right. they go away, and then that's you true. Know, but uh, the mainstays are the mainstays. I, I think I think it's the same thing that drives it all the time, which is addiction rates.
1: True. Yeah, and I mean it. It's still. It's still going to be considered, it, it, it's not counterculture. So maybe that's going to stop like people in their early 20s who are into that counterculture thing. But teenagers who it's, they're not allowed to do it because they're under 18 are still going to want to do it for that reason. Right.
0: Yeah. I think it's, I mean, People don't like to think that legalizing makes it more accessible to minors. It absolutely does. Really? You think so? Sure. I disagree with that actually. What parents do you think are like, I had the, like this conversation recently um, about what parents do you think are every time unlocking their weed cabinet, or whatever guidelines they're supposed to have, mm-hmm. right? Isn't it a locker or something?
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know what the guidelines are at all. Okay, I've never, even, never even thought. Maybe this is the thing that. I've
0: made up. <laughs> but like my understanding is that the common knowledge is that most adults should be putting away their weed stuff in like a in a, a vault or something, so that they're like teenage people can't get it.
1: Yeah, I guess it's the same as like a liquor cabinet, right?
0: Yeah. You think every time these parents are unlocking and locking those things or like the kids haven't figured it out if they wanted to. Do you know what I mean? It's like I stole from my parents growing up. I knew about everything in the house. You yeah, don't think kids yeah. know about everything in the house?
1: I, no, I, I think that's. I think you're right about that. But I think what you're discounting is how, like, like for me in say 16, 17 era of my life, it was way easier for me to get weed than it was alcohol. Like the, the dealer, you just made a call and he showed up at your house and gave you the weed. Mm -hmm. Right. You didn't have to find someone who was over 18, ask them, Hey, do you mind going to the liquor store and buying this thing for me? Like it was way more of a pain in the ass. Mm. Yeah. In the, in the circumstances where a friend stole something from their parents, liquor cabinet, there was definitely those circumstances. Mm. And I mean, they were pretty fun, <laughs> but I don't, I don't understand how their, their parents didn't find out about that. Like a whole fucking two, six is missing and their parents don't know.
0: Like, no, I know. But I think that's also why weed is kind of the perfect thing to steal as a, as a minor as well is because who really keeps track of how many nuggets they have after they've originally true. bought it. Right. True. Like, it's like, it is a very good thing that like you can take one or two nuggets get fucked up as a minor, right? When you're still like, it's still working like crazy. Yeah. And and you don't have to like water it down or do anything that might tip your parents off, right? Like you just got to make sure not to get too greedy. It's a whole game of not get too greedy. Right,
1: that's true. But I I don't think that's going to change between illegal and legal weed, right? Like people, kids of parents that smoke weed, still had that, those opportunities before it was legal, right?
0: But I think that's naive because I think as it gets more acceptable to have and, like, uh, people just kind of have it and it's, you know, becomes, like, you know, as common as beer or whatever. Yeah. That it'll just get – it'll allow access. But I, at the same time, I st- like, this is why I'm always saying, like, decriminalize everything because it's, like, the same – teens that wanted to use it are going to use it and get a hold of it. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm not saying that because we legalized it numbers are going to increase. I'm just saying access and it's probably it's probably honestly better that they're stealing legal weed that may not have pesticides true. on it like yeah. illegal weed. <laughs> you know.
1: Well, I think your um your argument would probably work well if if there's a lot of people who buy weed um, occasionally, right? Like they buy a eighth of weed. They maybe smoke it with a little bit with friends and then it's just mm-hmm. sitting in a drawer for months and months. You know, in those cases, yeah, a kid could take that and it would not be noticed at all, right? Mm-hmm. But if, if, some, if you have parents that are smoking weed regularly, um, your access to weed will not have changed in the circumstance of it being illegal or it being... Legal, as the right? kid yeah
0: what do you mean you you now don't have to contact a dealer you just get free weed from your parents occasionally
1: yeah but i'm uh, that's what i'm saying is like uh, uh, a kid whose parents are smoking weed regularly even in the case where it's illegal they have that access oh i weed, see what right? you're saying yeah that's a good point that's it's, good it's point. not going to change like like i'd, I'd but i'm
0: just saying there's more people now into it that it's legal
1: yeah, that so I, I yeah. Right. So so if that's the case, I I'm skeptical that the amount of people that smoke weed has increased because of legalization by any significant amount. Well, maybe a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. I'd like to. I think that's like something I'd like to look up, like the numbers and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Because I I feel like everyone who smokes weed now was smoking it before. There's probably a few people. I think we've even talked about this before,
0: Mm. but I was thinking today about how different this podcast is Mm. compared to what I'm going to be doing with other people. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was thinking yesterday that we talk in ideas, like, you know, one of the, one of the things, my co-host, yeah. Uh, like, like, one of the reasons she may not like, she may not have understood this podcast. She doesn't understand how we communicate because mm, right. we don't communicate in the way me and her communicate. Like me and her communicate in such a feeling way. We're generally talking about how people relate to each other and whatever. We're not talking right. about these ideas about AI murdering the world and yeah, yeah,
1: that that makes sense. politics
0: and whatever. And I was just thinking about how. That podcast inevitably is going to turn into some weird, like, sex advice kind of show, right. or like, right. you know, like I can't see what else the fuck we're going to talk about all. The time. Like, that's that's just naturally what it's going to be.
1: What, do you think it'll be more structured than this one in that sense? Like, you'll actually get to the point where, like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna take comments or callers and discuss their
0: yeah well that that's the thing like i like like i just kind of see like inevitably that's where it would kind of go isn't it like because i can't imagine we don't talk like in the same way we talk we talk about generally new ideas right right we uh, find like i find like our rhythm is way more i thought about this yesterday we have the same conversations a lot it's more of agreeing conversations and stuff yeah so that gets boring to listen to because it's like we're just agreeing back and forth whereas with me and you it's more ideas right Mm -hmm. and so that's why i think like inevitably you might have to change the structure of a show because you you would start to realize like every podcast you're putting out, you've talked about the same topics, had yeah, the same yeah, emotions totally, run through totally. the same. Yeah. Like I feel like it would have more of a redundancy issue than we have because we're so different that right. it, it's like our viewpoints is what makes it interesting too. I've
1: had, yeah, I've had the same thought too. I like, I was thinking, I was like, could we have done something that's more structured and has a topic and I was like, I don't think you and I could do that because where where our interests lie, um, it's too different, right? Yeah. Like the things that you know a lot that you could do deep dives into are not the same things that I could do. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, our 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 dynamic is much better, being where we we kind of skim across a lot of different things and we just examine our different perspectives on it and say, yeah. oh. That's how you think about that. That's how I think about yeah. that. It's interesting that we can both approach this thing in different ways, right?
0: It is weird that our minds work the same, but we're not necessarily into the same things. Right. Which yeah. is like yeah. I mean that
1: that to me is the best kind of friendship to have. I I personally think.
0: I don't I d I honestly don't have many of them, so I guess I can't agree with that. Yeah. I guess I ought to obviously think the agreeing uh, you know what, I'll say this. If the agreeing ones are easier typically. Right. So like me and you have low conflict, but that's what I'm looking for in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Beyond on anything low conflict. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be arguing. I don't want to be debating a point. Like I was in a debate about directions yesterday. And I said during it, I was like, why are we arguing about this? Like, mm-hmm. let's move on. Like, holy shit. I don't want to be these people. I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to be these people. Like it just.
1: Yeah. I, I, I like to argue. I, I like to argue so long as it's not emotional. Right. I want it. I want there to be like, for example, um, if someone has like a substantial real um, justified issue with me and they bring that up to me and we have a discussion about it, that to me is a, is a great thing to have if someone is, is just pissed off at me and they're just throwing jabs at me that um, are unjustified, that I don't like at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But I do like, you know, either low stakes, doesn't matter kind of arguments or like real good, substantial discussions about something. Mm-hmm. Both of those I'm perfectly cool with.
0: That's why I wish we were into sports so I could argue about the <laughs> state of soccer right now and is it worth watching or giving up on entirely?
1: Yeah, I'd my so that would be so is... pointless and you can get so
0: <laughs> fucking heated about such stupid pointless debates. True.
1: Yeah. You definitely I'm missing out on that, but I have those
0: with what? What are what are your equivalents?
1: Uh more like philosophical type discussions. Like like for example, uh, the common one would be like free will versus determinism, right? Like it, it doesn't matter. It, we're still going to live off our lives um, regardless of what. The knowledge we, doesn't change it. Yeah, like who right. cares, right? But it's still fun to to discuss, right?
0: Sure. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I like in the same way that you said, I forget what you're saying actually, like the last few times where you were saying Oh, you hate when nihilists shut yeah. down the conversation by noth- by saying nothing matters, right? Um, now I've lost my thought because I went to find that one. <laughs> Fuck, what were we just talking about?
1: Uh, we were talking about. it It's kind of gotten muddled good for damn me it as hands. well. forget it,
0: right? Forget just it. Got
1: to move on to the next thing.
0: Yeah, I I had so many good ideas this week, and I was like. I just, I don't know which, I don't know what line I'm going to draw with this podcast as to like, what I talk about and not talk about.
1: Well, what is there? I mean, for me, the line is getting too personal. Like personal information is the line for me. Yeah. I don't have particular topics that I would would say like, oh, I'm never going to talk about yeah. this, right?
0: Whereas for me, it's like, I don't want to have really strong opinions. Because like, I'm always the like, it's like that song. That's, um, I'm not paranoid. I'm just aware of the consequences.
1: Oh, no, I haven't heard that song.
0: It's like this EDM song. Anyways, yeah. point being, I'm not paranoid. I'm just like, if we eventually had our faces come out, blah, blah, blah. What topics would I be willing to face? Uh, yeah, try to cancel yeah. this stupid asshole over, and what things would I not like? I know this is all paranoid thinking, like, th- like in the sense that not paranoid thinking, but like delusional in the sense that we just started this and we don't even know if this is gonna be a thing at all.
1: Yeah, well, so in the- fact,
0: odds would say it's unlikely to be a thing.
1: True. True. Um, the thing that, uh, I was thinking about recently about in regards to something like this podcast is that I was thinking about how, how many comedians have podcasts these days, right? It's a very common thing for a comedian to then decide to podcast. And it's like, one thing that occurred to me about comedians is in our society is like we allow them more freedom to say what they want because there's always this um out that they have that they were just doing a bit mm-hmm. right like they can they can talk about subjects that the rest of us would get canceled for mm-hmm. because um it's all under the guise that it's just comedy right and it's like i like i don't i don't think we're super serious but we're we're not comedians right and i would like us to be able to talk about things the same things that a comedian talks about without risking uh, you know, the, the wrath of some unnamed SJW mob. Right.
0: Right. But that's the other thing. Like I also understand that it's a, it's entirely a trauma response on my part. Mm. So like not trauma me could give a fuck about being part of a internet e-rage storm. Right. Right. That'd be fine. Trauma part of me, would not sleep would get fucked up. Like it would be a problem, right? So that's what that's what's triggered when we talk about these like this is why I need to be careful about it until I solve the
1: Yeah. And I I get that. I'm I'm the same way. Like I think I don't think we've done a podcast yet where I haven't said something that I now think is cringe as
0: hell. Right. (laughs) I think it's inevitably gonna "Ah." happen though that's what growth is right like yeah. you, you change like you people have forgotten that you change from week to week so it's right. like or or month to month or year to year
1: That i mean that's the biggest learning experience i've had from this from doing this podcast is how much i change from week to week right because we haven't even been doing it that long and i if I try to listen to like our first episode, I'm like, Holy fuck, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. It's
0: like, I've evolved from that thought.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, and I want, I want that to be there. Like, I think that's what makes this podcast interesting is like, we're not trying to say the perfect thing. We're going to say stuff from time to time that's bullshit, but Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody should think of us as like authorities on a particular subject, right?
0: No, I know, but but I mean, it's never it's never mattered before. Yeah, do you know what I mean like any of those? Like, I don't. I'm not like you know. Whenever an NFL player comes out and is like, I'm not a role model, people are like, you know, you are a role model, whether you chose it or not. Right. It's like, yeah. oh my word. Yeah, well, if if somehow we
1: became role models, which is even less likely than, there's not a chance yeah. but if if say it were to happen mm-hmm. the takeaway that people should should have is is not our specific ideas but that they we're willing to express our ideas and have them challenged right yeah okay.
0: how much does the school in kansas have to pay us for us to fly out there to give a accurate look at drugs because be overdoses a... are off the charts there. What do we, what do we have to get paid to, to go set up a presentation to be like, okay guys, this is why you should be into cool drugs. Like weed, <laughs> <laughs> avoid injections. Just never think injections are cool and you'll probably be okay. Yeah. In yeah. That's- right. Like honestly, like think about, think about drugs. There's not a lot of drugs that you like have problems with that you don't inject. Like that's the one thing I always thought. For me, yeah. it's, I have such an elbows issue. The idea of tying something off is like, I will fight you to the death before right. I let you try to tie me off, like, you know, but
1: <laughs> I, I can't inject something that's insane. But apparently ketamine is, is really great injected. That's what <laughs> I've heard.
0: No, I know, but I hear all these drugs are great injective, but I've always known don't do that. Yeah. Right. So that would be my message, not don't do drugs, do the right drugs.
1: Yeah, except there are some drugs that can really fuck you up that are that you can just pop a pill or or smoke. Right? Again,
0: no pills. Pills are no for your twenties and thirties. <laughs> so
1: what so you can only the only
0: When you're in your youth you're allowed weed, <laughs> alcohol, and uh and all again, in moderation. Not every yeah, day. Okay. But not every weekend. You, you got to allow pills. Once a month, you have a party at Sandra's house and you all get fucked up and drunk and blah, blah, blah. And that's your one outlet. Right. Every month. So over the college year, it's like eight parties. So so you're telling me that
1: if I eat a bit of mushrooms, that's cool. But if I grind the mushrooms up and put them into a, a pill... Form and I take that, that's no,
0: that's... Mush- you know <laughs> mushrooms are the one out, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, you can do that with mushrooms.
1: Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking the the distinction is not the pill. It's how you're, it's like you can... You know it, what I meant, pharmaceutical inhale. pills. Yeah, yeah, but you can inhale things and you can swallow them. Those are the two acceptable methods of drug delivery that's going to keep you away... Don't snort something up your nose and don't inject something into your veins. And you
0: don't think a little coke is okay?
1: <laughs> I I think that snorting is a I don't know I, 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 maybe it's fine. I don't know I don't, know, that, I don't, I don't
0: know. know enough about it or how many people really do it and don't have a problem with it. Right. Right. Yeah. You never know those figures because no one can honestly get drug reports from right. anybody.
1: Yeah, like I certainly don't. I don't have any kind of hangups around cocaine i think it's probably fine for a lot of people it's probably a lot more common than we think it's just not for me i Uh, I don't i don't like it i I don't really um want to do it ever
0: it's never sounded good to me yeah like uh it's just like certain drugs have always appealed but that was never one
1: yeah well i have uh you know I, i i have some issues with anxiety. So stimulants are not fun for me.
0: Maybe that's why I I don't like it either. Yeah.
1: Like they just bring out more anxiety. So
0: it's like whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh man. I, so one of the, one of the other things I was thinking about was how much would it take for us to be bought out by a, a podcast network?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know the, the number, but it's... Actually, my th- the thing that I was originally thinking was... So, everybody has these stupid, like, um, Patreon shout-outs. Yeah. So, like, for three minutes in the middle of podcast, they're just reading stupid subscribers' names. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, like, these people pay and whatever. And I'm so judgmental of those for so many reasons. But they must work because everyone's doing them.
1: Yeah, we get Patreon subscribers. We're totally doing that.
0: <laughs> There's no fucking way. Yeah, See, this is what no. That. This is where we disagree. Thank you, <laughs> Weeb <laughs> Lovers seventy six. No, no, no. Look, look. It it's all gonna depend on like like how much we're charging because like again like I don't. I want to do a, man. This is this is so many. This is. So many, the breakdown of so many podcasts, right. uh, I, I never like ad, like, I always like how Joe Rogan does it Whether he just front loads it and he's just kind of like, Hey, advertisers straight up with you guys, your ads are all getting jammed at the front. Yeah. Like it or leave it, you know? So you can take that sweet, easy company, company money, you know, with no guilty conscience, but then you have no interruptions the whole time. If you want to tack something on the end, you want to tack on okay, Patreon yeah. people at the end, yeah, great. Yeah. Nothing in the middle. I, it infuriates me when the people start reading out the Patreon subscribers. I'm like, I want to quit listening to this podcast because of this section.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Well, I, I agree. I don't want it in the middle. I don't want to disrupt the flow of that. Like, I hate that with like YouTube videos, right? Where it's like I'd like now to take a moment to talk about our sponsor bright sellers, and it's like do that at the beginning or at the end, right? like you've just got me hooked, you got me in the flow, I don't want to I don't wanna hear this now, right, yeah, so yeah, totally,
0: you still watch ads on youtube
1: well i'm I'm talking about um if you didn't no, not not like the ads that Google puts out on YouTube, I'm talking about. When a YouTuber gets a sponsor,
0: oh, and I it, see. And like,
1: oh, I'd like to talk now about Brilliant or yeah, Curiosity yeah, yeah. Stream or all of these, yeah. things, right? Yeah,
0: well, like I almost always forget what they were just they were talking about. Yeah, and right. some some podcasts are egregious. Like I have ones where they do like three ad reads in a row, and yeah. it's like I have literally no idea where they were at in the conversation. Yeah, totally. You couldn't even.
1: Internet comment etiquette. Are you familiar no. with that? Like a hilarious uh, YouTuber, and he does. He'll do ads that he makes in the middle, right? And on YouTube. Yeah, on okay. YouTube, and even those are actually pretty hilarious. But I still hate it because it's like the video was about one thing. Suddenly, it's about another thing, and then now you're going back to yeah. the. It's like just put that. Like his his ads that he makes for like vpn or whatever um they're good enough for me to watch them because they're they're actually genuinely funny he doesn't need to put them in the middle he could put them at the end and i would still yeah watch it right
0: but but this is like that why i think about like you know adding bots and shit like that like we're savvy dudes yeah right yeah so like it wouldn't be difficult for us to just add a million new likes and shit like that
1: yeah we could figure it out for sure right
0: but I would, I would, I realized like I would always want to be upfront on it on the actual podcast that we're doing <laughs> this. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so I didn't that know the, that. P- so that people would know we're into just scheming the whole system because like that's ultimately what it is all about, right? Like yeah. advertisers. So like the reason they want to, they want to, I forget the, I forget advertisers' motivation, but they also have a motivation for people to. Have fake bots and stuff like that and get on more stuff. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. And like the, the whole system kind of feeds itself. And, but like, it's like, I don't mind, I don't mind transparently profiting off a stupid system.
1: Well, yeah. Um,
0: like, if we got advertisers, because like 200,000 are bots.
1: Yeah, sure. I guess that's fine. I mean, there are, there are uh, um, like YouTubers or podcasters. Who may specifically make that their podcast, right? Mm-hmm. They're just showing all the different ways that you can scam this or that platform to get views. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's it works for them. Um, yeah, we we could we could be completely transparent, like say, this is what we're doing, how we did it, and we're gonna see what happens. And, yeah, yeah.
0: It because those are some of my favorite YouTube videos is when people do shit like that, right? right? Like. One guy hosted the world's, I forget what he said. It's like the world's longest run, mm. but it was like all fake. He just got a bunch of people to buy the same outfit and take pictures besides certain trees and certain whatever, and showed people how to Photoshop themselves into large groups. Oh, yeah. And so there's this huge run that happened on Twitter that like trended number one that like never really happened because he just wanted to do a social experiment to see like Yeah, yeah. Could we make everyone think like this mass population of people went running?
1: Yeah, that's cool. I like that stuff too.
0: Okay. And so like I I always like the idea of just doing these. What what brought on this topic? Um I've, God, we need a producer. We well, we don't guy. necessarily we have to it. go back and. We need a guy and, with autism that just sits there and just <laughs> memorizes everything and then just spits it back.
1: Yeah, but we also don't have to like try to examine the source of whatever we're currently talking about. We can just. Oh, I just lose it.
0: track all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? We. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's
1: we funny. We were talking about the the podcast in general. We were talking about. Um, oh yeah
0: direction and what we're gonna yeah
1: like what we want well that's the thing right like we
0: we know how to game the system so it's kind of like my brief look into it was like here's what you would do if you wanted to skyrocket on the itunes rankings because there's already several examples of people and how they did it right right yeah or like how you become uh viral on certain platforms and all this kind of stuff right
1: yeah i'm i would just be worried it's like um it's like the guy who buys a level 70 character in wow right and then tries to play it and everyone knows it's like you didn't fucking get this far like, yeah, you don't yeah. know anything about this game right yeah, yeah it's like that's what i would worry about is like if we game the system and skyrocket in popularity would the cracks show so much more like what the hell is this amateur thing trending so much for right
0: but that's the thing that's why you want you want it to have people be in on it because it's like then it's a half the people are gonna get what's happening mm. do you know what i mean they're gonna think it's funny these two guys from bumfuck nowhere yeah right. are trending above joe rogan like you know what i mean like that's like that shouldn't be possible right so like even if like cause it really is that good press bad press thing. It's like how did they do it? It's like everybody knows we did it with bots, right? right? Like nobody at this point like is like, "Wow, they must have such amazing content that like <laughs> every like everybody knows it's bots, right?" Yeah. And yeah. so it's, it's that's not going to be a shocking or devaluing thing. It's like uh it gets us out there. What is this podcast? And some of our titles are like pretty like you're legitimately making good engaging titles Oh yeah. so it's like you know like i can't imagine one for today where it's like doctor told me to come more it's like right. people will click that shit right <laughs> like it's the internet and so like yeah i, I don't know
1: no you convinced me yeah i'm, I'm on board with doing that We. i'm
0: just saying it may one day be a, a fun thing fun project to do i like podcasts where they just fuck with stuff you know like if you go to garth brooks anything Mm. you won't see a post that's not a ymh like your mom's house post reference yeah Yeah. because it's just it's part of their zeitgeist Mm -hmm. and like that's the kind of that's what i would do with my if we ever had any kind of middling power anything it's just like fucking with systematic things that are stupid and broken you know like yeah Having a mass amount of people to do something fun is fun. like that's so that's that if if we ever got to a point we felt like trying to like that was the right time to do something, sure, yeah, or I mean, we could I'll let it grow that. organically This is the thing i don't care either way we, we might we might be forced into it, you know it's like three years in it's like you're at two hundred subscribers right, right. Do, do you continue this like
1: yeah i mean i I personally. Um, I don't have a lot of expectations for this. Like I don't, I don't see, I'm not in my mind visualizing a world where I'm this professional podcaster who's, who's making lots of money from it. If that happens, I'm fully going to (laughs) ride that wave for as far
0: as it goes. But still not the professions, not paying that much to most people.
1: Yeah. I'm, 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 I've definitely like tempered my expectations so I can just enjoy this for what it is. And, That could keep me going for quite a while i think even in the face of like i mean if if at this point if we had i don't know 20 subscribers i would i would be thrilled right yeah if anyone was listening to this right
0: to me, it's always that, like, I always think back to people's journeys of, like, uh, they used to record things in their basement, blah, 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 and now they're a sound engineer. It's like, yeah, this podcast could lead to something that we didn't foresee, right. do you know what I mean? Like, this was an idea I did think about this week, which was, and maybe I brought it up on a previous podcast, but was, do you think the future... To me, the future is just people streaming their lives a hundred percent. So every, like a podcast, like all these different things we do right now are going to be like people of the future will be like, why did you do them all separately? Right. right. Like we just what we tune into, you know, Jason TV today. Like, like the whole, what was that film? Ed TV? Uh, There's the treatment show but ed t v or something was like the first one where it was like they filmed this guy a hundred percent of the time they weren't like doing uh oh
1: okay they yeah, were they
0: weren't putting on a right. like a fake skit right right,
1: yeah, I think I remember that.